0: You're tuned in to The Baller Breakdown with Youssef Taha. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to The Baller Breakdown. I'm your host, Youssef Taha. And today, on episode two, we're talking about potential draft busts. These are players that I basically feel... They don't have star potential. Um, They were overhyped during the draft process. And, you know, it is just my opinion. I don't take it personal. Don't get butt hurt. I know because some of these guys are your favorite players and all, but, um, you know, on top of that, time will tell. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm right. Who knows? Let's just dive into it. For my first draft potential bust, I have to go with the third pick in the draft by the Knicks, R.J. Barrett. I know I know a lot of y'all would disagree uh, I know he has a lot of fans because of what he did in you know high school you know Duke and all that but when I evaluate you know I, do, I don't look at that stuff um, I look at I look at what he did uh, at his game on the court um, and for, for the first thing I just haven't seen any high-level moves I haven't like it's everything seems it's pretty basic I'm, I'm pretty sure when he when he goes through his drills you know he's, he's, he looks He's a drill guy. He looks good in drills, but it probably just doesn't translate. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. Because what, what also what I see with him, he just goes so hard one way. When he makes his move or when he gets by the defender, he he just. I don't see any counters. He literally drives so hard one way, and he just forces he just forces the issue, and eventually. As the season goes along, you know, teams will figure him out. They'll, the players will figure, like he, the scouting reports are going to be out. Like, you're not going to be able to just do the same things you're doing now or what you've always been doing. It will be taken away. And now what will you do? Again, time will tell. Uh, he just, like, he needs more counters. Again, that goes, the same thing as all, it's his skill set. He, is he just going to keep forcing you, forcing you, going hard one way? Because if you have to remember, everybody's big and strong in the NBA. Everyone's just, you know, it's his size are even bigger right now because he is 19 years old and eventually, you know, he will be big and strong. But as of right now, it's, he has to bring more to the table. And, and another thing is I'm not sold on his shooting. I'm not sold on his jump shot. It, I don't like his touch, basically flat out say. I just don't like his touch as of right now. I don't like the way it comes out of his hand. But when he makes it, you know he makes it. But when he doesn't, it just doinks right off the rim, you know. So he has to work on that. And another thing I did not like was when he was at Duke, is he was a high volume shooter. For me, I I don't, I don't like that as a basketball player. I don't like guys who just jack up a whole bunch of shots, getting their numbers. You got to look at the percentages too. You know, he did put up good numbers, but his percentages is where I felt is what was stood out to me the most, especially, you know, his three-point percentage, which is 30% at Duke, and his free throw percentage, which was 66, not the best, especially from, from a guard. Um, but, you know, I'm not saying he's not, he, he's a, he's, he, is a, he is an NBA player, obviously, but will he be the star that everybody thinks he will be? You know how, like, Luka Doncic last year, how he turned the Mavs around? I don't think so. I, I saw, when I saw Luca, he was highly skilled. A lot of people talked about his footwork, but the skills were there. With, with, with his, uh, not Zion, excuse me. Uh, with RJ, I just don't see the skills right now. I'm not saying he won't be a star. Maybe, we'll see, I don't know. But from as of right now, I just don't see it. But on a positive note for him, he will put up numbers. I'm not saying he won't put up numbers. He's gonna put up numbers because he plays. He's gonna play 35 minutes a game or 40, however many minutes. You know, coach will put him in, and and he won't he won't have a really tight leash like a lot of the other rookies. So that that's that is one thing. He's a, he's in a good situation for him at least. And I'm not. He does play hard, and he does rebound. And he tries to make the right play. Like he's. It's a, it's just not the full package that everyone's making it out to be. There was a lot of hype coming out of high school from him, and I think that's that's just carried along with him along this whole process, and, and now he's here, so we're about to find out. And number two on my list, with the sixth pick in the draft by the Minnesota Timberwolves, Jared Culver. I feel bad for this one, guys. Y'all don't know how, how much it hurt me to put this on my list because he's a fellow Texan, like, ah, it hurts, um, but honestly, it, it doesn't, like, I didn't want to do this, I was like, ah, but I, I gotta be, I gotta keep it real, I gotta keep it real, You and, sh- and shout out to Co- uh, Coach Chris Beard at Texas Tech, man, they're doing some great things over there, I'm a huge, huge fan, huge fan, but, but as far as Jared goes, for me, the main thing, I just didn't like, I don't like his shot. It needs, it needs some work. Uh, it's, I mean, the same, same thing as, as, as uh, RJ Barrett. You know, like last year, his percentages were pretty much the same. He got a little bit better from, uh, as far as like his field goal percentage and his uh, free throw percentage. It went up a little bit, but from his freshman year to his sophomore year, his three point percentage took a really big dip. It went down um, 8% from, from 38% down to 30, which is, it's not a good sign Especially like shooting, he can't. It can't go down that much, you know. Um, his 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 mechanics they need work. Like it, it does need work. And a lot of the times with shooters, you don't know if it's gonna get better. It's just up in the air. You you, you never know, because right? there's a lot of trainers out there. You don't know what they're teaching or who they like how they're teaching. You just you never know. So I mean. I hope so, but and another thing was or is, it's his his shot selection. I didn't like a lot of the shots that he took when he was at Texas Tech when when they just isolated him and and he was going one on um, one because I felt he struggled against top defenses or top defenders one on one. He 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 when when he couldn't get by with his initial move, he just faded. Uh, he settled for a fadeaway or. Uh, a not so good shot, we'll say. Um, and the, What bothers me the most about this is it doesn't get easier in the NBA, like I promise you that. Going from the Big 12 at Texas Tech to, to playing the top athletes and the top basketball players in the world. Yeah, it's not gonna get easier. Um, but another thing I, I didn't like when I watched him play were the reads he was making. You know a lot of his assists he, he he'll make his move you know pick and roll and um he would have his big man owens at, at, at the you know at the rim he just either lob it up or give it to him but if the defense took that away a lot of the times you know i didn't see him make the right read when he did have the ball and in that first option that the drop off was wasn't there and this is just what i saw you know this is what i saw from the film um but Again, I mean, he plays hard because he plays hard. But he's, I mean, for one, he's not an elite athlete. He has good size at 6'5, six, 6'6, six, six, and he's long. I just hope it pans out, you know. Like, again, I really hope I'm wrong about this one. I really do. I, w- I want him to be good, you know. He works hard, he's a good kid. But, you know, it's a business. You got to perform. And if you don't perform, you're the next man up. And number three on my list. The ninth pick in the draft by the Washington Wizards, Rui Hachimura. Uh, Now, this one, he's kind of like a a half and half because I I wanted to put him on the list because I'm not so sold on his game, but he's he's my exception because I know, for one, he will get minutes. He's going to get at least 30 minutes game as a rookie because that team, they just they lack talent um and and it's it's opportunity and he's not just going to be out there setting screens and rolling like he's going to have um the freedom to to play his game which which i mean of course you should get better you don't see too many rookies like that take take such a big dip um but another thing that i think will help him is he has a whole country backing him and supporting him you know, because he he is half Japanese, and it's and he actually you know he actually does speak their language. It, everybody's gonna want to see him succeed. Everybody's it's a, again the NBA. It's a business. It, it's money. He, it's it's actual legitimate business. So having you know Japan tune in and you know be be big on the like be being big on the Wizards. You know, good for him. Like it's gonna be good for them and the league and Washington. But well, what he does do, I mean, he he plays hard. He has a motor. He has a uh, a big, wide body. You know, long arms, big hands. Like as far as physical tools, you know, he is athletic. He has he's gonna fill out his body too. He has a lot of potential. But as far as the skill set and and making the right plays and making plays for others, mm, I, I think that's where he's lacking, and that's what. What I didn't like uh, when when I watched him, or when when I when I, like, when I evaluated him when I was watching his film, he still has he still has a lot of room to grow. But I also like playing in the FIBA tournaments, you know, being the main man um, on the Japanese team, he's gonna get better. He, I don't, I just don't think he's gonna be a, a star like he was, I guess you could say, in college. But again, time will tell. We'll see. And for my fourth player, the 12th pick in the draft by the Charlotte Hornets, P.J. Washington. The, uh, he's he's kind of the same as Rui Hachimura, where he's he's gonna get plenty of minutes, plenty of opportunity, you know, he's gonna have a short leash, and there's, 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 there's just not an abundance of talent in, in Charlotte right now. But he's gonna have his chances, and, and we'll see we'll see how that goes but yeah basically back to it he's six six and a half without shoes which is so he's undersized he's not super explosive you know he's not an elite athlete and he's his footwork isn't isn't really there from what I've seen so when he makes his moves he's literally just out muscling everybody that he played in college or or in high school so he's gonna to have to develop that first his footwork and his, his to, to set him up because he's when you lack athleticism and explosion your skills have to be on par again like luka Doncic, his his skills are just up there toward his you know not so fast feet it just doesn't matter because his his his, his skills are elite but i, I look at him in the same light of Draymond, where it's okay for Draymond to be six six or six five, however tall he is without shoes, um, because he has a Steph, um, he has a you know Clay Thompson, he has shoot, he had Kevin Durant. Like everybody had to focus on those guys, so he was kind of left by himself to do everything. So now this this will be a good year for at least for Draymond. this will be a good test this year but um as far as pj though i do like his wingspan you know seven two and a half at six six and a half that's really really good um which is what you need what you want and, and your undersized players you want them to be you know a lot longer um to i guess cover up for the, the lack of height but like i said everything he does is just it's just really simple and, and it's like, I'm not really impressed. Like, when I see him post up, he just, boom, boom, he, he out-muscles his, his way in. And, and that's when you're in, in the NBA, you're not, it's gonna, it gets harder. Like, it gets a lot harder than college and high school. So I guess we'll see. And he, the thing about him, he didn't, I didn't see him do one thing extremely well. Like, he doesn't have that one skill that just stands out. He does a lot of things kind of okay, kind of good. He can put the ball on the floor a little bit. You know, he can he can post up a little bit. He can shoot it a little bit. But I will say, you know, he, he is tough and he does play hard, which leads me to believe that he is a hard worker. And one of the things that did stand out for me is that from his freshman year at Kentucky to his sophomore year, you know, his three-point percentage went up from 23% as a freshman to 42 as a sophomore, excuse me. And I think you know he basically do- doubled his his three point percentage. So just by seeing that, it, it shows what it showed me is that one he put in the work, and two it can he can grow from there. Like he's okay, he didn't shoot good his freshman year. Okay, boom, he comes back the next year. Hey, he's a forty two percent three point shooter now. Well, what about next year? You know, like what about this year in the NBA as for his rookie year? Maybe he'll surprise us, maybe he won't. We don't know. but because he does he hasn't mastered anything, he does a lot of things well, I give him the benefit of the doubt. But like I said, for as of right now, he just lacks the skills and you know, I haven't seen too much playmaking from him and you know we'll see. but another reason why I do want him to prove me wrong is because he is a Dallas native, please. Please, PJ, prove me wrong. You know I gotta support all my Texas boys. Let's go. And the fifth player on my list, with the 14th pick in the draft, Boston Celtics select, Romeo Langford. The main thing for me when I watched Romeo Langford, it was his jump shot. I mean, his percentage, he only shot uh, 27% from three, but what gives his jump shot some light, I guess, is his seventy-two percent free throw percentage, which isn't bad. It's not. It's not the best, but he did. He did shoot a lot of them in college, and seventy-two percent. It's not. It's not the best, but it's not bad. Um, but his. I feel like his jump shot, is just not consistent. For me, when I watched him, when I watched his games in film, all his shots look different. Like. What like sometimes he's falling forward. Sometimes like. It's like it's just like a catapult, you know, like a catapult you'll see off of like a movie like Braveheart or something. Like it's just an old school catapult, and you know, once once you get to the NBA, the the scouting report and the tendencies are gonna come out. They will know your game, so that's that's it's gonna be a lot harder for him, I guess, to be a scorer that he is, or the score that he is in the NBA because of his inconsistent jump shot. I mean, just because you're shooting him doesn't mean you're a shooter. You gotta gotta be consistent. So, I also don't think what what hurts him as well is that he he got drafted by the Celtics. And he won't get all the touches because, I mean, their core, the, the Celtics core is already set. They have Kemba, they have Gordon Hayward, they have uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. You know, like, where where is he gonna get his opportunity? And on top of that, uh, uh, what's Carson Edwards, they have a lot of guys who need the ball to be effective. So, I mean, I'm not saying he won't get loose with the Celtics, it's just gonna be a lot harder for him because the, there are a whole bunch of vets in front of him who are getting paid, you know, top dollars to produce. So, I mean, it's, it's just gonna be hard for him. But, it's, it, especially in today's game, um, because the, the game has changed, you know, where it's just, it's just a three-point barrage, basically. The guards, like you have to shoot. It's okay if a big man doesn't shoot because a lot of the times with, with the big men, they rebound, they, they set screens, they roll hard, they finish. You need them to do what big men, what the old school big men do. They all don't have to shoot threes. Um, and and they that can be their their niche in 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 the league. So, but if you, if you're a guard and you cannot shoot, ooh, sh- it's, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. But the only way I could see that work for him is if he were a Rondo type, a Rajon Rondo type, where he's literally you know. Patrolling, he's an old, old school throwback point guard, which he is not. You know, he's a scorer. Um, but I mean, I get he, he does he does for one of the things he, what I do like about his game. He gets to the rim, you know, pretty easy. Like he gets to where he's going, and he finishes well. And and it helps. What helps him is that it is his athleticism, really quick first step, and his six eleven wingspan, so he can. You know he finished through all these types of different finishes at the rim so i mean we'll see oh and he does get to the free throw line he does he does know how to put pressure on the on the defense but he really has to develop that jump shot that that's the one thing i feel that will that will hurt him if he doesn't develop so and for the sixth and final player on my list the 25th pick in the draft by the portland trailblazers nasir little um i'm I'm actually not surprised that he, he slid in the draft. Like I, th- I thought, you know, he, it's kind of where he, he should have been drafted um, because I'm, I'm not so sold on his skills and his IQ. Like when I watch him play, I don't see too many high level moves that he makes. I, I don't see him creating for others or reading the defense, he, he just goes kind of like it's kind of like a, a, a product of like the the aau basketball where you just your highlights are like unreal and he is i mean don't get me wrong you know he, he 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 has some really nice highlights he gets up he gets up but as far as his skills and his iq like when you see him shoot i i could tell that his his percentages weren't going to be that good because he's off balance and it looks different every time but the one thing that i think gives him hope is his free throw um, his free throw percentages or percentage a 77% free throw percentage like that's that's pretty good you know, it's not that it surprised me so as you can see that the foundation is there even though his three-point percentage which was only 26 um, percent in his one year at North Carolina the foundation is there to grow from so I'm saying as of right now like he's just not ready right now I mean but then again he is 19 so but and, and another thing when I watch him play I haven't seen aside from his dunking I haven't seen the flashes of potential you know like I said earlier like the assist to turnover, like his assist to turnover ratio it's 0.5 to 1 he only averaged 0.7 assists and he averaged 1.3 turnovers on the year and it's not very good especially coming from a, a guard or a wingman being out there where, where the game is now being out there behind the three-point line like you have to do these things unless he's i mean unless he's just gonna be a, a develops into a three and d guy which i, I don't think he will he wants to be because he, he has that mentality that he, he's the main guy and I, I mean of course i want him to be the main i want him to be good but this is just what i see now um, I feel like, because he's only six four and a half, and I feel like he's a power forward in a six four and a half, you know, player's body, because that's the kind of style, the game that he plays, is kind of like a power forward, um, in today's day and age as well. But he's, I mean, he does have, he has a seven one wingspan. He 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 weighs two twenty four, which is really good. You know, it caught me off guard. I didn't think he weighed that much, but I mean, he has a solid body. He has. I will get, I think he has NBA, like, he's up there, like, is, he has NBA athleticism. He's up there. Like, I give him that. But, I mean, he plays hard. He has, he plays with like a chip on his shoulder. You know, he doesn't back down. Um, got a good, he's a good finisher. Good, <laughs> he's a good finisher. Um, I like how he finishes in fast break, but he just needs to work on his skills. Like, that's what I feel he's liking. Once, he gets in the film room, you know, he, he's, he just needs to develop that a little bit more. But maybe because his role in, in Portland might be a little bit different because they do have um, C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard, uh, Lillard. Maybe they just need him to be a 3D and just that's it. I don't know. But I think, again, he just needs to go watch. He needs to watch more film and, and develop his skills. And there you have it. Those were my potential draft bust picks. Um, Like I said, y'all, it was just my opinion. Don't take it personal. And, hey, time will tell. Who knows? We'll see. But I will say, I I do want to go on record, y'all. I do want to say that I hope all these guys prove me wrong. Like, I don't want to be right about any of them, especially being a a fellow Hooper. You never want to see somebody fail, you know? You just... You don't know what's inside somebody you don't know why they're playing or or what's really going on in their head you know like like that's I, so why i really respect somebody like patrick beverly he literally fought scratched, clawed his way onto that real big contract he just got this year i think three years 40 million with the clippers you know i was hoping he would come to the mavs because i love him but you really don't know what's inside somebody if they have that that desire or hunger to get better. Um, Because maybe, maybe, maybe they do good and they become like a Gilbert Arenas. I don't know. Or maybe they don't and then they just become a bust. Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) And then they end up playing with me over here. You never know. But either way, either way, man, all these guys, all these guys, man, they're going to make life-changing money, whether it's in the NBA or overseas, and it's going to it's gonna change their lives, man. I'd really like to know who y'all feel may have been overhyped during the draft, or even if y'all agree or disagree with my list, uh, let me know via any of my social media accounts. I'm at The Baller Breakdown. Until next time, y'all. Peace. <laughs>